Uh, something we didn't talk about last week before we even get into like the show show. I just got to get y'all reaction to this T.I. Hyman situation, like this virginity thing. I I didn't put it on the topic list last week because I didn't figure we have much to say about it. But I just I just want y'all opinions. That shit was just crazy. Like uh, for real. Yeah. I mean, it's his it's uh that's the way he run his house. So I would say the only negative thing about that is that maybe you don't want to share everything. I'm okay with being open, but you know, maybe you don't want to share it for her sake. And from my experience, uh trying to trying to be that overprotective usually backfires in the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all though, she's 18. So what is he doing? I don't know. And then also the Hyman thing isn't always accurate. <laughs> That's true. That is very true. And also she could be doing a whole lot of other shit. Hey, uh, now. I mean, hey, now. I'm a mom of a teenager, so... <laughs> yeah. I can tell you. Let me tell you, in middle school, we was definitely filling on some breasts. That was in middle school. I'm not even talking about that. You better hope. I mean, I'm trying. Hey, look. Hey, look. You got to. You got to start somewhere. I hide and go get it. Breast filling. You know what I'm saying? Like it was some. We all seen um, the wood. Like I mean, it is what it is. Like I said, in the future, it might backfire. That shit was mild. Now, like I feel like teenagers nowadays are like. Cause I I, yeah. cause I I I look at shit like because I I I honestly do obsess over like worrying about like my kids being teenagers nowadays and there's like this whole thing and I don't I'm sorry if I gross anyone out we're like these girls who don't want to lose their virginity they're just doing anal now and they're like 14 15 years old. Whoa, let let me say this is is all about is at the end of the day is all about how you raise them because i remember I, I remember i pushed up on one of my homegirls in college and she took my arm and she twisted it as hard as she could and she didn't even have to say anything from that day on i knew don't don't try none of that slick shit with her and we the best of friends <laughs> but like again the point is it's it's all about how you raise how you raise your daughters so, you know, like I said, I understand I where know, he's coming I from. I feel like sometimes it's nature and nurture because also some girls just want to be, be hoes and it doesn't matter how you raise them. Like, okay. Okay, that's how that we started true. off today, Barry. But it's the truth. Like, <laughs> sometimes... No, I, I get it. I get it. But as a, as, a, kills the cat. as a father, and if you got daughters, that's something that you kind of understand at the end of the day, you know, but it's just, it is a little too much. You, you're going to do that to your daughter? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. And then it's like, like, is sex a crime? Right? Like, so what happens if she is doing it? What were we doing when we were 18? I mean, please. Eight, but yeah. No comment. I'm, I don't need that out there in the universe. Yeah, we, <laughs> Yeah, see, we <laughs> like I said, like I said, I I kind of understand. I mean, I was pregnant with my much. daughter when I was eighteen, so if that's giving you any, yeah, I was nineteen when my son was born, so I feel you, right? And I plead the case. <laughs> Welcome to the Breaks Radio. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 
another episode of The Breaks Radio. I'm one of your hosts, that's CEO Hayes, and in the building with me, or not, I guess in the digital building, uh, one of these days we're all going to be in the same physical place. We'll work that out. But we got Miss Mary Almonte. What's going on? What up, what up, what up? And then also, BTG, Baylor the Great. Ah, uh, protect, protect your vaginas, protect your vaginas. What a way oh, to God. start off the damn show, bro. Uh, but regardless of all of that craziness, uh, something I wanted to start off the show with, because this Summer Walker shit has just reached all time. Like, it's pissed me off in a way that not much shit honestly pisses me off nowadays, because, like, she has social anxiety. And to see people say, Oh, she shouldn't become an artist. She should be. She should quit being an artist. She should just be behind the scenes. Why are you guys supporting someone who wants to be an artist and has social anxiety? First of all, she makes fucking amazing music. So fuck you. But that's my opinion. What do you guys think? Well, what's another word for artist? Entertainer. Mm-hmm, that's one. Performer is what I was creator thinking. Right. So. She is a damn good artist, but she is not a good entertainer slash So I honestly blame her team because they should setting up her performances like she is a good performer. She should, if anything, only do little intimate venues. And you know what I mean? Don't bring a nigga like Usher out who's going to be trying to dance circles and fucking moonwalk <laughs> around her. And then expect her to join in and look at her awkwardly when she doesn't. Like... <laughs> I mean, they, you know, there's a way that they could set this up where it wouldn't be so fucking awkward. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, listen, and I'm, I have over it on repeat still. I don't even know if we talked about that, but I actually really enjoyed the album. Think it's still. We did talk about that anyway. Um, so yeah, like I'm a fan, but would I actually pay to go see her after seeing what I've seen? <laughs> no. So yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think I think people would be crazy to spend their money on her right now, considering where she is. But the thing is, and you know, I'll get into that later. Baylor, I want I want your opinion first on like the backlash with her, and then I'll get into what I was gonna say. Uh, leave that woman alone. God damn, like we all human beings, you know. Um, it doesn't matter if she was an entertainer or an athlete. Like after they take off them jerseys, after they take off that helmet, after they put that mic down, they're regular people with talent. You know, and they have regular issues like regular pedestrians. And I feel her on that. You know, uh, it's a serious issue because my wife deals with uh, anxiety and panic attacks. And she's called me numerous times leaving work and there's nothing I can do about it. You know, it's, sometimes it's just nothing to say to calm her down or something like that. And for her to actually have that type of talent and put out that type of content uh, and battle with her anxiety, like, you know, you got to give her some type of goddamn credit, you know, and stop trying to force shit on, 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 on your heroes, you know? So, yeah, man, that's a tough situation. People are rude. <laughs> yeah, and the, 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 and this is my thing. This is the way I look at it, is that her first mixtape just dropped in October of last year. So she's, she's less than, well, right at a year on the scene. This is where not having the label structure and developing artists does come to bite people in the ass, I feel, is because they would have her right at, at a better place to perform than what she is right now. Like, having no structure like people do nowadays and the quick rise is hurting her performance. But I don't think she should stop being an artist for it because she makes great music. 
artists make make a lot of money off performances. Some some even say that that's where they make the most money is off performances. So if she can't perform, she's hurting herself. I'm glad that she did cancel a tour rather than constantly have people pay money for shit that she's not ready for. But I do think that she needs to be developed as an artist and get prepared for it. The artists that we grew up with, before they performed in, in front of huge audiences, spent a year or more preparing and, and getting themselves ready. I can see it in in, a, in maybe she ends up just being that performer who just sits down and sings. There are some that d- that do that. If that's what she needs to feel safe, then that's what needs to happen. But I do think that, that she's hurting from the lack of artist development. Uh, uh, Stevie Wonder didn't dance. Well, we know Stevie didn't dance. Shit. I mean, <laughs> he either sat his ass at that goddamn piano <laughs> or somebody. Nah, but him. even he did a little boppy thing. Like, you know, I mean. Okay, that's a little bit. Does Alicia Keys perform? Like, I've never seen a live Alicia Keys. Yeah, she does. She does. Okay, I don't know. I don't she'll, know. she'll get from behind the piano and dance around it, and okay. she has backup dancers that come out eventually. I mean, it's but her performances, she's comfortable though. You get what I'm saying? Like, clearly, they need to find like you just said. I mean, first of all, I think you made an excellent point about the artist development end of it, and secondly, though, ba- Baylor made a great point too i actually suffer from anxiety but it's different it's not really socially tri- triggered it's more or, i don't know kind of more on the end of claustrophobia or when i'm in crowds i feel like a magnet and there really isn't much you can do when that happens much like baylor said so i think they just need to find a setting that she's comfortable in and and again, you can't pair her with people that are you, or you have to really orchestrate that. If you are going to pair her with real performers like Usher, then you have to orchestrate it better so that he's doing the performing. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And she's not expected to jump in because it was really like that's what made it awkward to me. It was like uh, yeah. he was like, now it's your turn to go, and it's like the double <laughs> dutch just keeps going, and nobody. She like, and she like, ah. And that performance, yeah. when he looked back at her and she did that little wave. My heart broke because I'm like, that yeah. is embarrassing as shit. Like, mm-hmm. and I should kept looking back at her like, is she still there? Did she leave? Man, it's crazy. You yeah. got and you and you can't help but to think like she was thinking that whole time, like, nigga, don't call me, don't call on me, please don't call on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think Baylor, you say this a lot, and I think it's really important. Like, our quote unquote heroes are human. Like, they're and I think it's really dope that this is something that humanizes her and like yes she's hella talented but it's something that's relatable to a lot of people like she can get in the booth and knock it down but in front of a crowd she's not so comfortable and i don't think we should be roasting her for it but i also don't think i'm gonna pay to go see her just stand there either (laughs) right so right yeah yeah at least we know for the future uh people know like yo I, i might not i might not attend this event you know what i'm saying so <laughs> I know there's no way in hell that I could pay that I pay for a Summer Walker performance, but I'm going to support the shit out of her music. I mean, yeah. unless, unless you really love her that love her music that much, I'll pay. You know, like she said, a small venue. I went to go see the Locks, okay. right? And it was a and it was a small venue, like real small. And I paid fifty dollars, and that was the best fifty dollars I've ever spent. Now I'm not saying that they can't perform on stage because they rock that shit. <laughs> and they brought out Raekwon. So oh, I scream like a little girl. Okay. I scream I scream like a little girl. But <laughs> the point is, I went just because I wanted to go see my heroes. 
I wanted to go hear their music live. That was it. I wouldn't expect them niggas to do no goddamn cartwheels and no shit like that. Yeah. If you see Jada Kiss do a cartwheel, bro, I'm I'm t- let me know. You need to record that shit. I will pay to see that. He do a cartwheel. He the top three all time. <laughs> 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 well, anything left on Summer Walker before we move on? Live your life, sweetie. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. But the next person, uh, I, I guess it's just been performance fails all the way around. So Drake gets something that I don't know if it's ever happened to him. Booed off stage. Listen, I'm a, I've been known to be a Drake slanderer all the time. Like, I, I, RB slander is one of my favorite pastimes. But even I can acknowledge this shit was wrong, fam. This shit was wrong. I, nope. Like, <laughs> that's nope. my opinion. Nope. No, go ahead, baby. It was right. It couldn't be no writer. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Because it humanizes his ass. Ooh, that's okay. why. I like it from that, that perspective. That's exact. Everybody don't rock with you. Yeah. And they caught him by surprise, and they wouldn't mess with it. Move on. I bet you if you go do it at another concert, they gonna go crazy. Try to rush the stage and perform with them. But this particular crowd, not today. Not today. So I didn't see nothing wrong with it. Did I giggle? You goddamn right I did. I thought that shit was hilarious, and he did the right thing. Y'all ain't, oh, y'all don't. Okay, I'm out of here then. Yeah, that's it. I'm out. All right, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> I'm gonna head out. I'm head, he should have dropped the mic. <laughs> I wouldn't even blame him. Mary. What do you think? I think that yes to everything that you guys just said, but also I think that it might even be an indicator that he is aging out of the young mm, nigga kind of bracket. That's a great point. <laughs> Which means he got to step his bars up, Mary. I mean, I don't even know about. Th- I don't think there's anything you can do about that. Once you're like an old head, <laughs> there's no another ghostwriter. You're well. I mean, even then, you're just labeled as. Obviously, it's the young little backpacker kids. They're not feeling him, and I don't know. I think he needs to reevaluate who he thinks his audience is. Oh, he gonna put out another record for the women. Yeah, I mean that's what he needs to. And they'll, on. I think they'll always be there. Yeah. <laughs> For whatever reason, for many reasons. Drake is a better singer than type, P-Sweat, but... so I support that message. He ain't nothing but a better LL Cool J. <laughs> better? I don't know about that. Yeah. I was just being nice. I mean, okay. I was about to say, come on now. LL is LL beat in any way, actually. LL is like, what, however old and still got it in the looks department. Well... Well, I mean, still, I can't. That's, yeah. not, that's not a factor that me and Baylor will be talking about. So <laughs> we're just going to go ahead and move right along. So we already touched on uh, T.I. playing the Hyman Police. So uh, <laughs> Donald Trump launched this thing called Black Voices for Trump in Atlanta. They opened up with Lift Every Voice. Please tell me I'm not the only one highly offended by this shit. I, I see how desperate they're getting. That's for <laughs> sure. That's Because I heard a couple of them raps, and I'm like, yo, who's paying you and how much? The thing is, it's like, okay, so Trump had 8% of the black vote when he was elected. He waits to literally a year before the election to start this bullshit. Yeah. And th- it's a tactic. Yeah. He's pandering, and it's also exploitation. The whole bars thing is really nuts. It's yeah. like, and it's kind of getting some viral activity now. Like, I can't. Yeah. Anyone who t- takes part in that should be freaking tarred and feathered or whatever. <laughs> we make all kinds of shit go viral from chicken. Right. To, to shit. 
And Next, you're going to see Trump and Popeye. <laughs> oh, oh, it's coming. But the thing is, is like, I get it. Every single politician is going to do something to try to get attention from a, from a, another base that they didn't have or whatever. I understand that the black vote is very important. But my thing is, is like you you do it in Atlanta of all places, fam. Like we have to be able to call a spade a spade. I hope that you motherfuckers are waking up to this shit. This is all the ploy, like Mary said. It's a tactic. Like Trump does not give a fuck about black people. I don't want to hear nothing. I know he. I know he donated to the Rainbow Coalition back in the day. I, I I get it. Fuck him. Is my opinion. That's my opinion. I do not represent the full panel of the Breaks Radio, so I don't want to put words in anyone's mouth. But fuck him. I, I co that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's not spend too much time on the orange man. Uh, Bailey, you mentioned Popeye's chicken. So this is our daily or our weekly report on uh, the goings on in the chicken world. So this time a viral video goes around of a white woman being body slammed in Popeye's chicken by a black man. Please tell me you guys have seen this video. Yeah, but she drop an end bomb. She Isn't did call. She did sense? call him a nigga. Yes. All right. So then you and Popeyes and you calling somebody a nigga? Like I don't know. <laughs> I mean that seemed a little, a little crazy. But she got to the parking lot. <laughs> Man, listen. I get it, and I understand, and nobody wants to be called a nigga. She does not have license to do that. But in this day and age, <laughs> you body slamming an old white woman is not a good I, look because we know you're I'm going to jail. I'm going to say this. Someone sent me the video without any con- anything. You know, I just watched it, and I was like, why do you do that? Then I looked at the building, mm-hmm. and I said, oh, that's a Popeyes. I said, so I went back, and I said, she called him a nigga, huh? And he was like, yep. I said, I'm impressed by the suplex, but that's not right. 55-year-old not- white woman. That's not right. You know, it's, it's just, like, and I'm and I'm all for it with uh, some backlash. When it comes to racism, I'm all for it. You know, put cats in their place. But this one just didn't feel right. It just didn't. You know, I mean, it just did. I wouldn't say what I would have done. Uh, and you know, but I I don't think I would have done that. I've honestly, and this is the thing, I I've only ever been in one situation in which a white person called me a nigga, and I don't know, there still may be charges pending. I was a young hothead, and I fucked that dude up, but it was not a. 55- I thought you were gonna be like, he may not be alive. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know. We all, I was leaving out. Of, I was leaving out of Bush Stadium. Uh, I actually worked at Bush Stadium uh, in St. Louis, and we were leaving. We were just walking down the street, and some. Some white dude, drunk white dude, was walking on the opposite side of the sidewalk, and he said, "Look, niggers!" And I just started fucking him up. So I can understand being being blinded by rage of being called a nigger, but at the same time, it was not an old woman who was calling me that. I wouldn't have probably reacted the same way. But the thing is now is that this woman uh, had a broken knee and six broken ribs from that suplex. Uh, she definitely don't have a wrestling career. But Popeyes is finna like all that chicken money. She finna get at least half of that, and she probably finna ha- get criminal charges placed against this young man. His whole well, life is fucked up. What Popeyes got to do with that, bro? He it was it was happening on their there. property, and he was on the clock. She she can sue. She can sue Popeyes. Oh, they gonna settle out of court. Bull, that's some bullshit right there. That's yeah. So well, look what you niggas are doing. <laughs> Y'all getting people paid. Yeah, yeah. But all right. Uh, 
off that. Uh, <laughs> we have nothing else in this first segment. We're going to go ahead and take our first break, and we will be right back after this. This is Ms. 100. And this is Lady T. And we are the, the Hood, Hood Geniuses, Geniuses Podcast. Podcast. Every Monday, we are releasing an episode, so make sure y'all stay tuned. And you can follow us on Twitter at Hood Geniuses Pod, on Facebook, Hood Geniuses Podcast, and on IG, Hood Geniuses Pod. And make sure y'all subscribe to our YouTube page so y'all can see us live and in the flesh. Yeah, and uh, we don't need Lady T to knock and buck for y'all to start <laughs> listening to us. You know what I'm saying? So don't make Lady T knock and buck. Hey, listen, I mean, eventually, you know what I'm saying, Lady T is getting up in age, so it may be, I may be in my wheelchair on my cane, I don't know. But I will get to you. <laughs> yeah, so make sure y'all do that. Hit that subscribe button, follow, and y'all can email us at hoodgeniuses pod at gmail.com thank you okay so dolomite is my name did everybody get a chance to watch it god damn right <laughs> I've watched i gotta it tell times. you i i made it through three quarters of it and just never revisited it let's let's start there let's start there so you so you didn't care i for did it not like it why i felt it was stupid okay okay it, this might be eddie murphy's worst Role slash movie since fucking Norbit for me. Damn, did you? Did, have and you ever Norbit's seen is a classic, by the way. Oh god. <laughs> so I'm not. Have, but have you ever seen the original Dolomite? I have. Okay. Did you enjoy that? No. So, you, so is it safe to say like anything based off like that material? You just it's just not your style then. No, okay. I just didn't like this. I just felt like I don't know. It was. I just I don't know. I wasn't a fan. Okay. Fair it enough. did not captivate me, and he, even the supporting roles were like I wanted to be there for it, like Snoop. I wanted, like I just wasn't. It was a disappointment. Damn. Hot yeah. takes. <laughs> Shit. Oh, Baylor, you want to follow that up? Yeah. Well, that just shows my goofy level. Um, the, the the other thing is I have a thing for chilling circuit movies so i like i don't really have a problem with bad acting but we all know that this was a movie about a movie mm-hmm. uh so and i like that creativity was it terrible yes but it was terribly good to me you know all what right. i mean see it's bad <laughs> It, it was bad, but it was bad good, though. And then the it cameos in that bad. movie was was phenomenal. Um, and also the message behind it. The message behind it really sealed the deal, you know what I mean? But as far as what we see, like when he fought those police officers, that shit was hilarious to me. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. But it was made to be that goofy and that bad on purpose. Yeah, I can see that. <sighs> And I guess I guess I'm the only one that I fucking love this movie for a few different reasons. Like you say, like this may be Eddie Murphy's worst role. I I think he acted the shit out of it for what it is. Like he the story behind like Rudy Ray Moore was damn near 50 when he got his big break. So that the whole story of not giving up on your dream and like me being a creative and realizing that like I don't like Baylor said the story behind it like it, it captured me I don't know if I was caught up in more of the story than and I missed like the acting cues because I did enjoy the story that's completely possible I can be objective and say that but I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie okay and see I feel like the story went over my head because the acting was so bad 
So, right. Like, it was just cheesy for me. So I was like, uh, you know. Right. right. But the, at the same time, though, the I would say, like, the hunger that he had, though, because they kept slamming the door in his face and they kept putting down his, you know, his creative thoughts and stuff like that. But he just kept going. Yeah. And the way they came to form, like, to form that team or whatever, go and get those. Wasn't those students from, like, UCLA or something like that? Yeah. And to go get them film students from UCLA, they were still in power. You know what I'm saying? He was coming out of his pocket to feed cats. So, you know, you got to appreciate the journey. But, no, the acting was bad on purpose. So, you know, I watched all of it. <laughs> and, my, and, like, I don't know, seeing, like, the cast and seeing uh, Wesley, that Wesley Snipes was over the fucking top. But it mm-hmm. seemed like he was having fun in the role. When's the last time we saw Wesley Snipes? That's true. Like that's true. So that's true. So it's it it it's a lot of things to like in it. I I get it. It's not for everyone. I would never say that. It's not. It's not going to be a classic. Uh, we're probably not going to think about this a year from now. But I don't know. I I enjoyed it for what it was. Not that. Not just that though. But to see all those cats in one movie at the same time. That's always been a dream for me to see certain cats in a movie together. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what's up. Um. I got nothing else. Anyone got anything else to say on it? No? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's get into new music for the week. I was excited to get to this one because uh, we talked about it. Dave East Survival. Did it live up to what we the potential that we think Dave East has? Who wants to take this one first? I, I like it. Okay. And you know I was skeptical going into this, yeah. but I like it. I feel like Nas definitely kind of put his touch on on it, even in the joints he wasn't on, I feel. I'm like glad you not, said that, and that's why you don't like it. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say that, but I'm, I'm gonna let you cook. I feel like there was a big inspiration. I don't quite see. Like I remember he had said, said that Doggy Style was part of the inspiration. Yeah, I listened to it twice to try to see where that the Doggy Style influence was. I really didn't see that, but I still did enjoy this album. I liked it. Baylor, I don't know. I mean. If if Mary is a thousand percent accurate about Nas having his paws on this uh, project, then I can understand why that production was so terrible. Um, the thing is, I figured it out about Davies, why we like him, but it's just not hitting right. He's like soul food without the seasoning. Mm. So So everything is there. Everything is on the plate. It's just not seasoned right. That's it. Missing some paprika. <laughs> I think I think it's a couple of singles that he's not. It's like I ain't gonna lie to you. As corny as it is, he might need a couple of commercial records. Something mm. that boom bap. He might need okay. one of those. That I will. I can see that. I can see that. He's given us too many like B sides. Like, but these are like throwaway B side tracks to me. I mean, I like Godfather Four. I feel I. I could hear that kind of getting some radio airplay in New York anyway. Um, I like the analogies of like the the song was a flight. Like, I don't know. I mean, but again, I'm like, I'm more of a lyrical kind of person. So hence why I love Nas and, you know, Nas is on that track and you can kind of tell that probably was Nas's idea. <laughs> like, I don't know. But- I was interested to see how he was going to use um, E40 and Mozzie only because Fab has the same like he he has the, like the same connection like he Fab loved West Coast artists 
right. and and he's had uh, a couple of joints with E40. So I just wanted to see how he was going to use that because most of the time, Fab, uh, when he features a West Coast artist, it has a West Coast vibe to it. You know, so I didn't really, I didn't really get that off the mind. No, track. me neither. I was looking for that too, the West Coast. But I mean, one thing that I will say that there is a West Coast little parallel here is I read that Kodak Black was supposed to be have a feature, and after the off. whole disrespect to Nip, they, he took him off. So yeah. I respect it. That's respect. I I enjoyed this for, for thoroughly. Um, I didn't love it. Um, I think that. I don't know. It wasn't as cohesive as, as I was hoping it, it, it was going to be. I don't know if he would, would like benefit from working with one producer over the course of an album or whatnot. But I think as as a debut major major label album, it, it's kind of what what is to be expected from an artist like Davies, right? No no commercial hits, no singles for real, and maybe we see an evolution of that going into the second album. But for this one, it, it's like. This is what I'll say about it. This is a real high quality mixtape, and sometimes that's okay. Mm. That helps him a lot, then. Yeah, that helps him out a lot. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, and I, and I like Davies, I, and I think he has potential. I don't know how old he is. I don't know how long he's been rapping. I don't know much about the history, but I mean, I think sometimes nowadays we expect too much from a debut album, and maybe that I was doing that for Davies because I am a fan of his. Um, but I mean, it's it's a solid album. Everything isn't going to be a home run. It doesn't mean he can't have one in a year or two. This was this was a solid double, though. Oh, he got time. I mean, yeah. him and him and him and Kevin Durant was on the same AAU team, so they they should be around the same age. Okay. So he's a young cat. He got a long time to go. Yeah. And he's oh, one of the dopest cats out. I disagree. I think in the hip hop world, once you're in your thirties, you do not have a long time to go. That is I eat great being booed. Yeah. Didn't Rick Ross didn't Rick Ross start at forty seven? I mean <laughs> every day I hustle. <laughs> Shut up, Baylor. I cannot. I think he's he's one man, Davey, I'm saying it right now. I'm putting it out there right now. Davey's has a classic album coming up. Okay. 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 I don't know how many he's gonna have, but I know he's got one coming up. Fair. You gotta figure That's you gotta fair. figure this is this is the one artist. That that his buzz caught and is still and is stuck, but he also has his hands in other pots as well. Now that shouldn't take away from his you know booth talent, but at the same time he's a dope actor too. Yeah, yeah, he really surprised me in the Wu Tang series. Um, I saw him in something before, then it was a small role and it was fucking. He was bad in it, but he's come a long way in just that. It was it was the Netflix joint. Yeah, about the young, yeah, the yeah, young, yeah. the young producer cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. That was beats. it. Yeah, beats. Beats. Um, yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah. He, he has a lot of potential in a lot of different lanes. Um, but as far as like standout tracks from this album, what what's your guys' favorite track from the album? Godfather Four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yep. I gotta go with that one. Yeah. So, do you think like for me, um, the the. The, the song that opened the album, uh, the one that's produced by Premiere, I think, or at least had Premiere on it. I want to see more. I want to hear more shit like that from him. Why? You said why? Yeah. I just feel like that 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 production and that style fits him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So don't agree. Don't agree. I'll do. I so want him to start bouncing around. Be- 
I actually know some of the other producers. Okay. And what I will say is they're young. So, you know what I mean? It's like a bit, maybe there's some like maturing that, you know, might need to happen. But I didn't think it was a bad job. I didn't. Yeah, I mean the production. I think it's. Here. I just feel like it's like Baylor said. I will agree with that. It it just doesn't. There's not that one like hit. Like he's not following the formula. <laughs> like you gotta have that one commercial joint. You gotta have a club banger. Like there's none of that. It's just. I mean, it's substance, but it's you can't have an album full of substance. Like it's almost sleepy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess I get that. I enjoyed it, but I'm here for like the lyrics. So it's, it depends on what you're coming for. There you go. That's the fact. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to something I'm not excited to talk about at all. Jaquez, king of R&B. Yo, now, you want to talk about production. That nigga had production on that track. That is a fact. That he nigga sing, has, so he needs it. I, I'm not going to lie. He needs it. <laughs> if we, he's one of those little cats where you see him in public, you slap him, up, you know, slap him in the back of their head, act like you didn't do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> But the nigga can sing, and his production was dope. I haven't finished it, but I'm going to go through that. That's how much I was interested in it, because when I first heard the, like, the first five tracks, I'm like, I, I like this a little bit. I haven't came away with a favorite track. So if I don't download it, that's a whole totally different story. But what I'm saying is it kept me interested to listen to the whole album. I have not finished it either, but I was excited to actually hear him not sing a cover. Because, <laughs> yeah. um, and but and I feel like he's talented too, and I kind of always have. I mean, yeah, he does, his vibe leaves much to be desired, I think. And you know, he, I mean, I don't know. Again, I feel like back in the day, R and B singers had to have swag and sex appeal, and now it's like you could look like the grumpy old troll who's under the bridge, and but still people feel you singing. Like so, I don't know, but but I definitely think he has a talent, and yeah, I don't know. I got to get through the rest of the album, but what I heard so far was good to me. Also, I like three album, three songs from this album: "Risk It All," "Round Two," "Back to Fiction." Round two. Yes. I can't even that bang. I can't yes. even I can't yeah. even I hate see? on round two. Like see? as much as I wanted to come in and say I hated everything, round two I cannot hate on at all. But other than those three <laughs> tracks, throw this whole fucking album away. Throw the whole you know thing why? Away. Because he's a part of the R and B of this generation. This this generation is talking about fucking when we was listening to R and B talking about loving a woman. A certain way, That's you know fair. what I mean. So they just out here. They not even, you know. It's they just out here fucking. Yeah. They putting out fucking music. They not making love anymore. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I, I mean, the, the king of R and B thing. Like he's not. He's not going to be. I understand why he named it that. I get it. It all makes sense. It's great from a felicity standpoint and everything. Um, can. Jacquez eventually be a better artist. I'm sure. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna knock him. He's too. He's too young to say it's impossible. But this album wasn't wasn't for me, man. I, that's that's and that's what I'll say. You guys enjoyed it, so I, I'm sure more people feel that way that than don't. It's just like we like. I think I can't remember which album we did. Sometimes I just gotta admit, certain shit just ain't for me. This is one of those. <laughs> 
I, I think it was. It. <laughs> I think it was. I forgot what album it was. It was a lot of this ain't for me albums that we this, talked about. I feel like this this year can be summarized in this ain't for me. Like that. This I honestly, I feel like I, that's how I felt about mo- most of the albums this year. Um, this is just another one of them. So fuck it. I ain't got nothing left. Anybody got anything else they want to say on Jaquez? Round two. And that's it. (laughs) All right. We're going into our last break. We'll be right back after this. Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Go, go, Power Ranger. Yeah, this is the Black Ranger. It's me, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. It's Ash Ketchum in his bed. (laughs) Bed. I am the Eric J. Only known as the Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy K Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's Jabroni. <laughs> And that's us. I mean, we four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you, you ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. All right. So last topic of the day, something that we can talk, possibly argue about. Um, And this was brought about by a post on Twitter um that i saw i was like ah that may be a fun topic because i don't we i don't think we've ever touched on this so the question is in your opinion what is the best blue-eyed soul song or artist it's too many Hall so what does that mean it's white? too many yeah white white singers basically it's too <laughs> many man i got i got john b they don't they know okay. i got bg's how deep is your love Ooh, okay All no, those, far, i can't man. I can't go for that. I can't go for that. No. Okay, come on, man. Like, George Michael? That's who that was. Yeah. Y'all don't like Careless Whispers? Mm. Come on, man. Phil Jackson's Two Hearts? Oh, man. Hey, every time Two Hearts come on, shut that shit down. Roll down the windows. Turn this shit up. Okay. Yeah, I think we might need to confine this to a timeline. <laughs> All right, so let's 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 do this. All right, because I don't think I think it stopped being called Blue Eyed Soul in the two thousands. So we're gonna leave it between seventies and eighties. Blue Eyed Soul. Oh damn, seventies and eighties. Seventy eighty. So just off the top of the head, that does that's Hall of Notes. Uh, Tina Marie, George Michael. Uh, are we counting Phil Collins as Blue Eyed Soul? Hell yeah. Bill Collins. I didn't realize Tina Marie was white. <laughs> Woo. That's my yeah, boo. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely Tina Marie. Uh Michael McDonald. Uh fuck. That's all I got off the top of my head. So Yeah. I mean shit. BGs though. I got the BGs because they can they definitely at the they probably cooking at the picnic. This is this is my thing. And I, uh, I'm a music head. I am not that familiar with BG's music besides like the the, the top three popular, most popular songs. Like we we talked about. Oh, no. it. You need to watch Saturday Night Fever. Okay. All right. <laughs> that that mm-hmm. whole soundtrack is BG's. Okay. I mean, and like it's, that's and it's dope. that's just the hole in my in my music knowledge that I I've just never really listened to BG. So they get in the barbecue before a lot of other cats. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. They would probably be my fave. They might be hosting a barbecue. I'm going. I'm trying to think of women, and I'm having. I'm drawing a blank. Tina Marie is the first one that comes to mind. Um, Paula, I do. 
Paula Abdul. She's biracial. Yeah, well, she come don't on care. now, bro. <laughs> I'm can't trying. fall under no really goddamn blue-eyed soul. <laughs> what the fuck? They was trying to be cute right now. And exactly. It working. Jesus. My question. I know I said like 80s and 90s. Are we putting Amy Winehouse in blue-eyed soul? Yes, and I love her. Okay. Like, loved her. Like, I felt a loss when she died. I'm serious. My playlist is very Amy Winehouse heavy. I came on to Amy Winehouse after her death, and all I can say is that when I did finally listen to it, I was like, oh, oh my God, this woman can fucking sing. Yeah. She can sing. There's no voice like hers. Yeah, none. Like, really, none. And just her energy and her aura. Like, you almost, I don't know, this may sound crazy, but you almost knew she wasn't going to be around for long because she, she just had that thing. You know what I mean? Like, People like her don't last. Yeah. I know that sounds crazy. No, that's the truth, though. That's the yeah. truth. Um, she was out there. Yeah, so we'll, we'll count her. I'm going to go with, well, all right, if we skip generations now, JT. JT has always been my dude. Oh, well, yeah, clearly. He's hosting the barbecue right. party as well. Yeah, but I must say, I was very disappointed in his choice of woman. Like, I always felt like he should have been with someone more flavorful, like... I mean, clearly it's not me, but you know. <laughs> and that that last out, that last album was wasn't so blue eyes. So no, that was that was terrible. But another example of how our heroes of yesteryear don't need to put out new shit. Like just continue <laughs> just touring features. with your greatest hits, and we good. But what made me say that I was disappointed in his choice of wife was I think he was getting a lifetime achievement award from. I don't even know if it was BET, but someone acknowledged him and he was going through all of his hits from like his whole career and his wife was just standing there. And I was like, how the hell are you Justin Timberlake's wife? And he's Who's doing he Senorita and gone and, like, and you just standing there, not bopping nothing. Like anyway, yeah. <laughs> just have to get that out. I, I feel, I feel, I feel the passion in that and I respect <laughs> it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, do you guys think like um will we be as accepting as as Blue Eyed Soul as as much as many Blue Eyed Soul artists that there were in like the 70s and 80s? I feel like now it's like a harder entry entryway for white R&B acts, like straight up R&B acts that are white. I just that it's probably just a climate though, you know. Um it's we don't cuz we don't really R&B isn't that it isn't that good in the first damn place right now. So you would have to be, you would have to have a lot of talent. I feel like let's keep it a buck though, right? Like throughout the years, white acts have been robbing black artists and swagger jacking and passing it off as their own, i.e. the Beach Boys, right? Mm, fuck them. So, fuck the Beach Boys. I'm saying, like you're going to watch Cadillac Records, like, <laughs> so I don't know, I feel like to be honest with you a lot of that still happens today and r&b has turned into a lot of pop stars really are r&b influenced and i don't know it's just yeah 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 it's like we gave them soul and they kind of took it and ran with it and made it mainstream you talking about lady gaga no and i love her so <laughs> i i like her too I'm not talking about her, actually. Lady Gaga but, is a top five performer dead or alive. Yes, I'm there. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. That's fine, no. Bailey. You, you it may on, not man. be for you, Come on. Bailey, but you can't deny it. Come on, bro. I'm sorry. 
I'm so, we doing this today? Lady Gaga is a top Listen, five performer dead or alive. She, we got the, we got the last topic for next week, Dan. Top top five live performers ever? Yes. All right. Well, All we'll right. Yes. In. I, I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got oh. some homework to do. All right, cool. Well, that's it. You guys heard. We got the last topic for next week. Already locked in. Wait, uh, are we ranking them? Because I need to know. Because I need to know how I'm argue. I, I mean, we ain't did a bracket in a minute. Do I need to bust out the brackets? You do yes. a bracket. All you right. do bracket. a bracket. Cool. Oh my god! And you know, oh my. <laughs> yeah, Michael Jackson cannot be a part of it. Oh no, oh. we're not doing yeah, this. No. <laughs> we got... Oh my god! <laughs> I love how she snuck that in there. <laughs> Oh, you trying to cut? That's like <laughs> clipping me. She just clipped me right there. That that is hilarious. Yo, okay. Clip one of ours too to make okay. it fair. All right, all right. No, so no MJ. I think we should not, but it's up to to Hayes. We'll talk about. I, I mean, I can understand leaving them off the list because I feel like it's like putting MJ and LeBron on on the best basketball. We know that they gonna be on it. So. Exactly. Well, you can't put Beyonce either. Mm-hmm. You you trying to fight dirty now? Oh well, shit. I kind of, I kind of, I know. I kind of no, see. No, no. As a matter there. of fact, put her on there. All right, because she's not, she's not on his level. All right, okay. fuck it. Damn, well, we, I just we, brought out my wife hand. Y'all see? If that you shit? guys can't see, too. this shit now is gonna get heated. Too, next. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It's gonna get heated. It's already heated. It's top top live performers bracket start next week on the Breaks Radio. So. Go ahead and give me your social media. Let's get the fuck out of here before we have this whole damn bracket discussion right here tonight because I feel it coming. I'm Miss Mary Almonte, and I don't think Baylor's ready for next week because... <laughs> <laughs> At Baylor the Great on all social media platforms, Travis Scott with the upset. I'm saying it right now. You can't be serious. And I am CEO Hayes, and we are going to go ahead and get Baylor in rehab right now because he got some funny weed. We will see you lovely, beautiful people next week on the Bricks Radio. We are out. Chicago, you're still shooting up. In Boston, you're still shooting up. In Queensbridge, stay shooting up. Even in Wichita, it's wicked You see a mic stand, lit up under the spotlight A silhouette of a man, slaying beats that knock, right? I treasure whenever niggas or rhetoricals hit Orchestral tracks and nail it Smooth black velvet and rap intelligent But then it's just a low percent who blow on some knives big and over shit No offense, but I was over with finding young spitters whose names I remember Dave, Dave. J. Rose Dissing your idols kill your future unless your idols souped up Jamaica Ave Nas, Cherry Drop cooped up Still hitting clubs, grimy niggas occasionally shoot up Bang, bang, pow, pow, these snorters still toot up My dad, granddad came to my cousin through a psychic I don't really like it, pay prices for afterlife advice gets kinda double jumbled Prefer to take my chances Who gets out alive? Nobody got the answers All we got is questions I told my bitch, she hit the genetic lottery Love it when she lied to me A friendship is built over time And trust too but trust is a contract that constantly needs to be renewed For peace and solitude, peace and solitude, peace and solitude Trust me and love me, I trust you and love Could you, could you